0: yo <laughs> i'm done <laughs> did you throw it down or did that it intro
1: is so fucking short
0: yeah now, I, I, when i played it i'm like fuck this is too quick and i just and <laughs>
2: oh,
1: we are what off am. to
0: a smashing start today thank you everybody yeah. in the waiting room for waiting this entire time with us and bearing with us but we made it happen we are here we're good to go Boom. everybody <laughs> what up you good yeah sorry y'all <laughs> run out of after pictures. work i fell asleep <laughs> so good morning billy we're gonna have a good morning to cj also because it's morning in australia too nice a good morning a good day good do you um are you gonna run out of pictures to put on the wall back there i think i already did
1: i started rotating it already that's it damn we're yeah to,
0: if anyone wants to donate billy some new photos for his background because i don't know if you noticed were, but it changes every episode pictures, um send them to billy o'neill at long Beach, yeah, com. please do <laughs> send it in there all right so we have a very special welcome guest back i mean Mosemar. yeah
1: yeah we tr- we tried this a couple days ago but um we'll
0: have the man explain himself i
1: guess kind of like myself like cj might have fell asleep i don't know <laughs> i'll just blame it let's just say it's that well but i'm really excited himself. to have him on
0: oh yeah me too me too you no know,
1: we have joe atkinson he's in long beach right now when i was with uh joe talking about having cj on and man i almost wish i had joe here because they've been on so many travels together you know
0: that's true going around should, doing all the these things we should have gotten yeah in like a, a it would have been nice like, yeah like a 10 minute with joe atkinson too
1: yeah it would have been nice <clears throat> but here we are
0: here we are all right so um you want to get started with the spiel
1: yeah um by the way thanks for bearing with me i'm sorry i fell asleep it's a lot like you know working the whole day coming back but boom now we're back i'm rested um thanks as always for watching our show being a part of it Um. We have all these platforms. We wish you would come and press the like button on our Facebook, you know, come to our Instagram, follow us. Uh, we really appreciate the YouTube subscriptions and not- and uh, hit the notification bell. So you're aware on the show. We appreciate those interactions. Um, sharing the video. We have iTunes five-star rating. Give us a review. All these interactions help. And uh, we also and have the Patreon. Answer. So if you like that, you can do that too and show us support. We also have this new feature on the lives. Uh, I think we started doing it just after the, the Bellino one where people were saying they'd like to support some of their skaters. So, what we're doing is we give the skaters on the show the uh, half of their half of this super chats. Super chat. Yeah. And the money that's like sometimes people want to do it for a charity. Sometimes people want to keep the money. And, you know, we've had a few where people done charities with CJ. We're going to give it directly to him. You know, it's a tough. It's a tough time out here. You know, a lot of the people who like spend their year in the competition circuit, like which is now in the summer, people make a lot of their money. Joe Atkinson, CJ, not really able to do that this year, feast events and all this stuff. So it's just our little way of giving back, you know. So that's how you get to
0: support your skaters too, your favorite skaters. And you skaters. get to support
1: your favorite, you know, your favorite people.
0: And let's know? get a 10K on Instagram too. We're almost at 10,000 followers on Instagram. So if you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram. We're going to do something big for the 10K. Uh, we're going to have a giveaway of some sort. And speaking of giveaways, we're going to do our monthly supporter giveaway for the month of June. Uh, so like I said before, every month we do a Patreon giveaway where we pick one lucky winner who supports us on Patreon. Just to show our gener- – our uh, wait, where we got appreciation right. Appreciation, yes. Uh, so we have all the names of our June Patreons here if your name is in there, thank you so much. And we're gonna let her rip right now. Straight so... up the picture, Billy.
1: Oh, wow, the Joey winner? Scanella.
0: Tyler Patel. Thank you, Tyler Patel. <clears throat> you just won something out of our online store. A shirt, a hat, a mug, what have you. Um, we'll hit you up and get your info to send you whatever you want. But thank you to everyone else who supported us for the month of June. Uh, if you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, go hit the link in the bio in the description our patreon page um what else do we have here um hit bomb let's talk about hit bomb real quick oh, anybody man, who's hit been bomb. yeah anybody who's been i'm still waiting on lately? my
1: package ryan jack alone.
0: yeah ryan sent us a message today he said that uh <laughs> it's finally on its way awesome. so go to hitbomb.com for 100 percent organic cbd topicals use code jumpstreet at checkout and get 15 percent off your entire order they have 100 plant-based cbd drops 100% plant-based CBD uh, bomb, put it on your, your wounds, your uh, sore muscles, sore joints, stuff like that, get yourself back in shape, ready to skate for the summertime and take care of yourself. It's, it's important to stay, you know, keep your body moving in our older ages. So go to hipbomb.com, 15% off with code jumpstreet at checkout.
1: Also, you know, I know it's a little early and I don't know if Christmas is canceled this year. But those look like they
0: would make amazing stocking stuffers. Those think? are good stocking stuffers. Hell yeah. Just stuff them right in the stocking. I just Man. bought some for Amanda's uh, dad, too. He's got some new know, problems. So I bought some for him. Oh, really? I used code Street at checkout. Yeah. I got him, got him 15% off. That's what we're talking <laughs> <Nice>. about. So <laughs> working. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. All right. So we're going to on Yeah.
1: Yes. I'm very excited about our guest. Oh, shout out to Joey Scanella um we have super super chats coming yeah, already super chat already and yeah have that's going and to sean michaelson so too
0: appreciated sean michaelson as well so thank you guys so much anyone else wants to donate in the super chat your money's going to cj wellsmore so let's uh bring him in here Awesome.
1: without further ado let's without bring him in ado.
0: let's see what he's doing i want to catch him like doing some stupid shit right he now. came
1: in straight on a dingo first thing <laughs> he did woke up hop on a kangaroo
0: oh there we go oh. <laughs> <laughs> you almost took <laughs> a nap there
3: Am I on? You're on. Yes, welcome. Hey, gum guys. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is good man.
1: Can you hey. hear us okay?
3: Yeah, I'm chilling. Just, you woke up, you good to go bro?
1: I'm good now, man, I'm w- <laughs> I'm waking up. I need a coffee, but I'm good, I'm good.
3: Well, I had one, so I'm like a bit shaky, but I went for a morning run, prepped myself for this because I'm actually super excited to do this. Thank you for this opportunity, guys, this is sick.
0: No, thanks for coming on.
1: Awesome to have you on. And you know, now that we're doing the zoom thing, it's actually possible, but it's still a challenge to find a time we could do something in California, New York, and Sydney,
3: all over the place. You guys are like yesterday for me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, totally. Like literally it's, it's tomorrow where, yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're we're way ahead of you guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for coming at us from the future,
3: man. How's the weather in the future, man, sunny days.
0: Sunny days. I like right, it's that. Bloody
3: cold in Australia at the moment, but let's not talk about the weather. How you doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, all right.
1: How you been going, man? I mean, you know, I don't know how it's been over there, and I'll show you in the midst of all this, but I've seen some stuff on your Instagram, and you look like you've been out in the, maybe in the beginning, out in the outback a little bit, a little outside of the city.
3: Yeah, I mean, so to put it like, basically, I had to come back. I live in Thailand, but then I've had to come back for this whole pandemic thing, Um, and so there hasn't been much to do. So I basically rented a camper van and just pissed off, got out of the city, took my Brazilian mate, Luciano, and we just (laughs) headed up for the last 18 days. So I've only just come back to reality in a sense. Um, yeah, but it's been amazing, actually. It's been so good.
1: Yeah, I you, didn't know you lived in, in Thailand yeah. because I, I saw you there for a while. Like we hadn't, you know, I haven't seen you in years. We haven't spoken about it, but I, I had an idea like, well, maybe he's staying there during like the off season because I know you like to spend like the summertime traveling, skating, but mm-hmm. how long were you living there? And when did you end up coming back to Australia?
3: Dude, I've been there for like two and a half years. we <laughs> um, <laughs> in Bangkok. I mean, it's just a perfect center point for traveling to contests and doing tours and also a hell of a lot cheaper to live than Sydney, Australia. So yeah, basically it's been, I've been living the dream out there, but things have just been put on hold, unfortunately, (laughs) everyone, the whole world. But yeah, I had to come back to Australia. My girlfriend had to go back to France and that was bloody four months ago. And uh, so I've only just moved in with a mate, Declan, who Austin knows. He's hooked hooked up a room for me um, in a sick spot with like the biggest balcony in the whole world of Australia and it's a sick spot here so basically i've got a room for the first time in four months
0: <laughs> oh shit you don't yeah, have a room man. in thailand like you're living with like roommates what? and shit out there
3: no no no. i had a sick one bedroom apartment with my partner and basically i'm still paying for rent there like all my yeah. shit still in bangkok
0: but it's cheap though probably doesn't cost you yeah, much it's
3: it's still yeah it's still, I mean, yeah, it's still a pain
1: way. in the ass and yeah you, you wish you could be there um So what what did you do when you came home? You went like straight to your your folks place there?
3: Yeah, exactly. I I actually was meant to come back just for 10 days, but then obviously I got put into self-quarantine for two weeks and then wasn't allowed out and doing anything. And then basically I went down, stayed with my parents, my mom on the coast, which is like the, the best thing for me, actually, just to reconnect and chill out a little bit, just went fishing and doing all that stuff. And then Yeah, um,
1: you were having actually some pretty sick pictures on your Instagram, like by some fishing holes in the morning. Man, I, it's
3: it. sick. I just go on little adventures by myself, solo. Like I'd go exploring around the cliffs with my fishing rod and just find sick spots and like just get back to nature.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like you've been sitting in a room, um, you know, scared to live life in the midst of all this. It seems like you've been going but, on some pretty cool truth, experiences.
3: Where, where I am, like Naruma has a population of 7,000 people. It's hmm. like the best place to be, there's no one around. So yeah, I just go off on solo beach missions. It was good.
1: And you guys are doing pretty, I know I know New Zealand's doing really good, but Australia's doing pretty good too with containing it, right?
3: Man, I swear we hit the nail on the head with it. Like it's not convenient for me because I actually can't even get back to Thailand. Like uh, the Australian government has locked me in Australia. So even if I wanted to get back to my life and my apartment in Thailand, I can't actually leave Australia. So that's kind of shit, but also they're really that they they're controlling it so well, so I can't complain. And realistically, it could be worse. So basically, I don't talk about it too much. I just kind of just make the most of what I'm able to do here. Totally, and it's not bad in any way. Like, I just rented a a camper van and traveled up the coast and hitting all the bowls and like skating, surfing, and just yeah, making it happen. Plus, i've got all the homies here who i haven't seen for like three years so we've been going out skating and yeah it's been that's sick. awesome actually amazing yeah so that's so my first sp- answer
0: <laughs> seeing the homies
3: yeah of course it was i mean <laughs> it was good it was good it's been great like yeah seriously because in thailand i got the crew like the my friends like waripage note and Jurasak, and stuff like this and they're amazing but they don't like to drink as much as Australians do. So, <laughs> so when we go out on a skate, like a Thursday night skate and just cruise around the city, like Austin, you've been here, you've seen what, what it's like. It's Many just beers. like it's a whole new level, man. Like we've got <laughs> such a sick crew where we'll just have beers and session through the city. And it's just like, yeah, it's amazing.
1: It's just part of it. Yeah. Australian yeah, We culture. we, we, we kind of got that going on in New York a little bit too. You know, of people course. meet up, you know, sure. beers and
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you like, I know you were posting those crazy street sessions that you guys have been having lately. Were you doing that like during the actual quarantine, like where shit shut down and you guys could like mash through the city without getting kicked out of spots? Like, was it like that down there? No,
3: it pretty, it's pretty open at the moment. We weren't, there was, there's like the 1.5 distance from each other. Yeah. But we don't have to do, yeah, like it was pretty shit wasn't open.
0: closed when like in the no, heat no, no, of it?
3: not at all. No, oh, but, like okay. there was in the streets. So basically we had it all to ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. So you took yeah. advantage of that. Oh, completely. Yeah.
3: So good. Stay tuned. Dom West, the best. He's coming through with the goods, man. We've got uh oh, no got some amazing content that like I, I'm I'm really looking forward to, to being able to release. Yeah, it's happening.
0: That was the best. Dom West the best with the thumbs yeah. up. That's like that, that should be the opening to every Dom <laughs> yeah. West video.
3: Dom West the <laughs> best. Man. Yeah. Nice.
1: So <laughs> so I love his work. Like that,
0: Yeah
3: he's david attenborough mate like he's animal planet he's he's got the hookups he's (laughs) killing it man literally he really is he's got like the best equipment now and of course always you're growing you're learning and he's just getting better and better like yeah i don't know and he's still and
1: he's still skating ripping because like a lot a lot of the times you know me and austin talked about it a while ago but sometimes when people find success through other avenues they just you kind of they disappear from blading sometimes but the fact that like He's still working in it, but like, I see clips of him. He's still like ripping too. Like, just like recently he was like getting some clips that were really sick.
3: 360 topsoils I've ever seen, man. And he's got these rubber legs still. Yeah. He's sick. Two
0: topsoils are on point too.
3: Man, we, we, we're trying to feel more of him because basically he he's always behind the camera, but he shreds. Yeah. And yeah. So hopefully we'll get some clips of him.
0: Is he making like a quarantine video or something like that uh, or just something in general?
3: like maybe some It's just the homies it's just the whole crew and so whatever we can create we'll just decide what we want to do with it but I've also like I'm pretty keen to to create content for myself um as well so we'll do like I'm pretty sure like a mixed section like with everyone and then I'm working on my own projects with him as well so um yeah it's exciting times all around man
1: yeah Um, I I wanted to ask, you were talking about traveling across skating and surfing. So like surfing or like, because I know you're a big with boogie boarding, like you almost went pro back in the day. Is that right?
3: Oh, no, I had a little shop sponsor. Yeah. For bodyboarding. It's just a bit of a hobby. I mean, I stand up to surf. But yeah, basically (laughs) this trip that I just did, um, it was just a spontaneous decision to just get out of the city. And these vans, it's like mighty campers. And they were 40 bucks a day for a motorhome like 40 Australian dollars. So that's like 25 US or something a day for that's a home with like, it had like a shower, toilet, pull out gas cooker. What? Oh man, it had everything.
2: It was no. so sick.
3: Yeah. So basically it was like a spontaneous decision just to get out. And I took Luciano, who Austin knows <laughs> is my Brazilian mate, who's the biggest kid I've ever met. <laughs> And so basically it was just the two of us, oh, a couple of mates like Alan Dick and, and Lenny and stuff came up for the first leg of the trip. But we just like, just didn't have a plan, just skate up the coast, surf and just find bowls. Like, yeah. And it's been turning out really well, man. I don't know if, I've been starting to make like a YouTube channel and um do the thing, do the thing diaries. So oh, basically nice. we've been creating content and just putting it up there. It's kind of like a bit of B-roll, but also just my life mixed with some songs that I like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sick, man. So if anyone out there, just please go and give it a like, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it, man. It's like keeping myself busy, creating content and just like, yeah. Totally.
1: I support, I support that. I remember seeing you do something. I remember seeing like the beginning stages of it, but you, what, what's the channel name? It's youtube.com slash do the thing.
3: just my, my YouTube, just CJ Wellsmore. Yeah. CJ Wellsmore. YouTube. But I, I just called it like do the thing we were think diaries man so it's just my life just doing the thing you know um and basically yeah I, the recent one was just road to byron bay so we just had a destination we're not allowed to enter queensland which is another state mm-hmm. but we could drive all the way up the coast which is still i don't know a couple of thousand kilometers or something yeah so we just
0: yeah, huge out there,
3: and just like went to national parks and found like breaks to surf and and seek new bowls and just talk shit with the locals. It's been great, man.
1: (laughs) Living life.
3: Yeah, man. It's been actually like the worst, best case scenario, you know, like it's tough times, but we're just like making it happen, doing the thing.
0: (laughs) Do the thing. I I love that. Like in in Australia and Sydney, at least you could skate the city where it's like an actual city, but then you you guys always drive up and you camp in like the middle of the wilderness in the middle of nowhere. And that's like such like such diversity in like such a considerably small area, small region you guys do it what all the time
3: a vast landscape obviously america too but yeah as soon as you get out of the city there's nothing there's like yeah. tiny little coastal towns and so much incredible landscape that yeah, you can get lost so quickly in a great way like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah in the so states that-
0: it kind of like fades off the cities into like the middle of nowhere like it, it'll take you hours of driving to get to that but like i feel like in australia it's like so, like residential that's like the city like it just happens like right away there's no like there's like an instant border and like that's it like as soon as you get past a certain area there's nothing there for it's miles
3: bushland and rainforest yeah. yeah i love it man it's amazing the, around new south wales like obviously australia has a lot of just nothing in the middle but you travel up the east coast as you did we we went down south a little bit you went to my hometown actually austin jervis bay
0: we went to jervis yeah, bay didn't we
3: We went to, uh, we to jervis yeah yeah uh, and then, yeah, so I actually, my hometown's a little bit further south, but you okay. you you got the feel of it. That was, the, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was the best being able to camp. I hate camping. If anyone knows me, they hate camping. They know I hate camping, but like to camp on the beach and then wake yeah. up with the kangaroos around you. And then like, yeah. we would just go skating afterwards. It was so sick. Wait, Man, why, why yeah, do you hate camping? Why yeah, what? why do I hate camping? <laughs> I, camping sucks. It's the worst. <laughs> I hate camping.
3: Oh Man, my God. Actually, Justin, is it Brasco? Justin was like- I love
0: camping.
3: Oh, Where's the concrete streets? Get me out of here or something. He was like- We're not campers. And you guys were like scared of the wild. Oh, mate, I remember
0: now. No, <laughs> the scariest part, we, we didn't know how to set up it. We never set up a tent before. So we were like, uh, all right. So somebody brought us, I don't remember who, someone brought us to like, your whatever your Walmart equivalent is and we bought like camping gear and we're like, we didn't know what to buy. So we just like gave someone like a bunch of cash and they bought us like some shit. And then like we need to help setting it up it, w- it was a mess but
3: uh, it's uh, worth it. it it's yeah. like up dundee like going to new york i watched that movie the other day and it's acting <laughs> so jokes man oh my god
1: that's not a knife
3: but yeah seriously, <laughs> this man. is a
1: knife um cj there's there's a lot of stuff i want to ask you i want to ask you about you know moving to thailand what that's been like and you know your your experience traveling around just living the contest circuit life but I let you know I don't really know anything about your introduction to skating. I remember seeing a video of you like super duper young, like I don't know what that was on like ESPN, like right, mate, rollerblading. I don't. But what was your like introduction to the to the skate game? Because it's obviously become like you know a huge, huge part of your life and everything like that. How did okay. you start?
3: Okay, man. Well, I mean, I I feel like I've got a pretty good story, but everyone has a similar story in the way that we started young, mm-hmm. um, we've just been all hooked. Um, I was really lucky to be able to have such a supportive mother that actually, so I started off my dad owned a ski shop, my uncle owned a snowboard shop. I lived, I grew up in the snowy mountains of Australia hmm. and that's why we do have snow in Australia. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> We've got actually amazing ski resorts as well. So yeah, I grew up there and then my parents moved away from the snow and we just bought, my dad bought us like some inline skates. And uh, from there I was only six years old, but, that I, Yeah, I, I started then and just kind of never stopped. But yeah, basically moved away from the snowy mountains and started uh, pretending to ski on on skates. And then we went to a skate park and saw people doing like helis, which we called a heli, which is a 360. So then we started doing heli. Yeah, heli, like a heli, okay, yeah. And then we started learning double helis, which is like a seven, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that basically it was like the the world, the beginning. Double of that.
1: heli's before a heli and a half though? It was just he- heli to, to double heli? Yeah, heli I don't and a half.
3: Five forty was Maybe it was a heli and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, but then I uh I went into my first competition. I, I actually there was an amazing skate park. I grew up in the capital, Canberra, ACT. Um, shout out Canthrax and all the boys there. So I that grew up that. there, put an amazing like crew and uh went in a competition in 1999, and uh, ended up winning Vert and Street, and then in under 16s as well. I think I was like nine, and I took out under 14s and and under 16s. And then I got an invite to the Junior X Games, which is like Asian X Games in Phuket, Thailand, actually. And- um,
1: And you were how old, nine?
3: uh, By that stage, I think I was 10, yeah. Wow. And then I went to the Junior X Games and then that's competing. This is, by the way, this is competing with Sashiro, uh <laughs> Note, um, Jurasak, Tason. There was like five of us as we're all tiny little kids, Nicholas Scholfer, and we're all little kids in Thailand, Phuket, competing in the Junior X Games. It was actually amazing. And then 20 years later, we're all just big kids doing the same thing. Yeah, wow. still competing together too actually so sick man
1: that is insane
3: how that's a beautiful story hey eh? like it's
1: so you know, beautiful
3: I, like, yeah man we were just in japan recently and the, fo- the there was four or five of us together and we're at the bar afterwards and it's just like man this is beautiful this is so sick 20 years of doing this together and we're wow. still kicking yeah. it and still like that yeah so anyways basically that was uh the junior x games and then I I think I did all right there. And then I went into the Asian X Games, which is like same event, but after the Mm -hmm. junior. And then I got to compete with like, I don't know, Julio was there, Arlo Eisenberg was there, like the whole crew.
1: No way. Yeah,
3: so basically 1999, I snuck out of my mom's like the hotel room and went out and partied with everyone when I was 10. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I was with Arlo in a bar. And basically I was like, Arlo, you said you'd give me a shirt. And he, he had Senate and basically there was like a prototype Senate shirt and Arlo goes, oh yeah, sorry man, took it off and gave it to me. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Oh. And then Arlo walked around for the rest of the night without a shirt and I, he just, I got that like sick limited edition Senate shirt that's in a big print at my family home now, like signed, and it's like, yeah, that's sick.
0: Yo, I was going to ask myself, you, you better have that.
3: Yeah, I got it. But my friend, he let, I let my friend, Dave Jacobs, wear it for his 16th birthday party and he vomited all over it. <laughs>
2: oh my God. No. <laughs> From
1: drink, what was he drinking too much? Like,
3: my gift to him was like, he was like, oh. Can you, you
1: could wear you- this for
0: the night. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and I was like, okay, but look after it, man. And he got pissed and vomited on it.
0: <laughs> no. Is the stain still on it or you cleaned it?
3: No, I think mum washed it, yeah. Then it doesn't smell like aloe anymore.
1: Because uh, uh, that it smell, smell it had that arlo. smell of arlo you know
3: yeah we used to smell like oh, arlo, <laughs>
1: uh, arlo. <laughs> right after he skated the x games
0: <laughs> take a big yeah. sniff of that before you hit a rail <laughs> that's
1: so um, funny i remember yeah. seeing arlo back in the day too like um in new york when like, he would go around with rollinson doing the shows and just at that age seeing seeing Arlo was just like <gasps> so I couldn't imagine him like you know taking taking the shirt off and handing it to me at that time that must have been a pretty pretty cool moment
3: it was a, yeah it was amazing actually but who else everyone was there like Jeff Dineforth like at so many people at that start and it was sick man like and then each year after that I ended at the, the Asian X Games and ended up getting like fifth or sixth but competing against all the pros and like so that was a really good moment for me and because i was like 10 and then basically um didn't stop for since then i mean i moved to the coast and had a little break for about three years got into bodyboarding Mm -hmm. Um, but also i was living in a tiny, tiny coastal town didn't have a skate park like yeah it was a bit hard to skate when there's absolutely nothing so yeah
0: you've been competing since such a young age like that's crazy to hear all that like it sounds like you almost just went straight into competing like you really like and you still compete to this day I'm guessing you like it a lot what do you like so much about the competitions
3: oh mate I thrive off that like I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie for that man I love the pressure and I actually yeah I, I absolutely love it but actually I started also getting in I was still skiing as well and I, got, I went into like the, the Winter X Games when I was like 10 and 11, which I haven't released any of this footage because I did ski boarding. And it was like-
1: You competed in the Winter X Games?
3: Winter X Games, yeah.
1: No way.
3: <laughs> yeah, when I was like 10. And, and basically like the first time I'd ever, I used ski boards for a week and it was like all over Fox Sports and all these things. And like, yeah, my mom's got so much footage, like videotapes that, at her place and I haven't been able to transfer it to to anything now. But yeah, there's like so much content that I'd love to show and share, like the, my story to. Cause yeah, I'd like went in the Wintex games and did like the big air and triple jump. And I'd never even hit these jumps before. And I was on ski boards for a week and then just what? sending it like doing flatties and stuff. Yeah. thrown in the deep end with all the big boys.
0: You gotta put that on your YouTube channel. Yeah, I was
1: about to say you you got you gotta get all this stuff on your YouTube channel.
3: 100%. I mean, my mom's got it all down down the coast, but it is, yeah. I don't know. There needs to be a way to like transfer it from like a VHS to, I don't know, online. I don't know. You gotta talk that. to
1: your boy Dom West. He could do it. He could yeah. figure it out. He's a magician. Yeah.
3: All right, I will. <laughs> because, yeah, that's it's crazy content. Actually, it's amazing. So yeah, so I went from there and then I stopped blading for a little bit uh, because I moved down the coast and then came back to skating. And basically when I came back, I stopped for three years and didn't follow anything, came back to the time of like leading the blind, them apples, killer boots.
2: Mm. And
3: that was when I came back to blading and I didn't know people were doing like budgets and stuff like that. Mm. I was like, what the fuck, this is incredible. It had such a big transformation within three years and I was just absolutely hooked. I mean, caught back up with my mates. I moved out of home when I was 16, moved into a later house in Canberra with the Canthrax guys. And literally just- That's young
1: man, 16? that's
3: yeah, super young. I think I was even 15, like, yeah. Damn. But I grew up way too quick, man. Like my mum was like, okay, you should do these things. And I was like, mom, I'm, I went to my first 18th like party when I was 10 or something, you know? partying in thailand when I'm, I'm literally going into like crazy nightclubs and i'm 10 that's that mental so yeah, I grew that's,
1: up- what about being 15 and living in the house were you like getting up at a skater house and going to school like high school
3: no i was i was studying like um uh business through tafe which is like a, a course um kind of like a university kind of thing so right. i was doing my business course while uh working a little bit but just skating as well yeah what about high school
1: do do you guys you guys have high school in australia right i haven't been there i I
3: pulled out of school um end of year 10 which is the equivalent yeah so i I finished year 10 and then you can go on to year 11 and 12 which is college but instead of that i did a TAFE course instead studying business and uh, marketing
2: Hmm.
3: so yeah and then basically living in a in a blader share house but it was a wild house it had like i don't know all sorts of things
1: so this wasn't this wasn't this this was the precursor to vine street this wasn't
3: obviously not at vine street yet so i was living down in canberra and then like just in a wild house while trying to make everything happen we had like poker machines and motorbikes in the house and just like Mm -hmm. it was just hectic and then (laughs) and then my dad came down he was like what the fuck are you living in this this is mental he goes you're coming to live with me in sydney i was like yep let's go so i just got out of there and moved to sydney and then uh started skating with ryan arnold and and tian and all these guys and then over two years then we created uh vine street man got that house going with dom and and the whole crew jamie Knapp. yeah
1: well well, first of all your life sounds up up to this point your life sounds like a lot of fun you know motorcycles skiing running around blading boogie boarding that sounds you know living in a shred house at 15 um yeah that sounds really rad how did you, so I, I don't actually all know who was in the Vine Street house. You were saying Dom and who else?
3: we had Yeah, Dom, Jamie, Jamie Knapp, uh, Ryan Arnold, Simon Dorobowski, Mass Awatari from uh, Dubai. And um, then we had like, it was, there was always people there. Like every, there was people from always around the world. Like we'd always just get messages like, hey, I'm a blader from bloody, Bulgaria or something it's like yeah can I stay with you guys and then people would just always be there so it was like yeah just a big party house for bladers did you guys get
0: that house for that that intention or was that like someone's house and then like people started moving in there and like all right fuck it, it's the blade house now let's just do this
3: no it was like we all kind of wanted to get into a place together because we'd always be skating and we're all living in separate parts of Sydney I was like why don't we just get a house and it just kind of perfectly worked out we got at this place that had like four bedrooms or something. Yeah. So then we all, we just we didn't really plan too much other than just like getting a place together. And then it kind of created itself. It turned into this whole thing. Yeah.
0: It was in the hood too, wasn't it?
3: It was in the ghetto.
0: The ghetto, yeah. We call it the hood.
3: It, it, it's literally <laughs> changed completely now. But that was like, that's the street you didn't want to walk down. Mm-hmm. Especially at night. And some sh- gnarly shit happened actually. Jamie got beaten up and yeah it was pretty hectic but we became part of the crew neighborhood and we, ha- we had amazing friends that and then we were protected in that community yeah but now that that's like extremely luxury apartments and everything around there now like we wouldn't be able to afford the rent at Vine Street nowadays like Sydney's just dramatically the transformation in in price and everything it's just gone mental yeah so it's I feel nice like that's city.
1: happened to like all cities worldwide yeah. over the past like 10 or 15 years. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Mm. yeah. Not in Bangkok, but I can I can afford to live in Bangkok.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that that's another thing I was like, you know, curious to ask you about because I remember you've been living this this circuit life, I guess, for lack of a better word, for a long time where you just like I mean, I've I've seen you do it. Like I was I was actually Joe Joe Atkinson's in Long Beach. He was in Long Beach yeah, last yeah. night and I was hanging out with them and I was like, Man, you and CJ just like do this thing where you just go, and I guess like a lot of other people end up doing it, like just chase the competitions around, like do that and then kind of live like the rest of the year. That seems yeah. like a heck of a way to live, man. I mean, like if things are going good, it seems good, but I, I imagine it'd be pretty, you know, raw at times, you know, especially in the rollerblading world.
3: Oh, completely. I mean, I've been doing competition, the circuit for many years now. I mean, first time I, I won an event in the Aussie titles or in, in Queensland or something and I won a free trip to AIL Woodward and so I that was the, that was the prize and it was like to get an Aussie over show them what we got so basically I went there in 2007 I think to yeah the AIL and yeah. then from there, like I, I did quite well I think I got third or second in the event and then went to SDSF and got second to Haffi and that was like the second like And no one knew me. So I kind of came out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. like, and then people, and then it was like, from there I was winning like good money, cash, like 5,000 bucks just in my hand for just having a shred. And it was just like, okay, let's keep on going. And then I got invited to like LG uh, X Games, LG Action Games or something. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I was just bouncing around and then just making it happen. And uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely competitive. I love to compete and it helps if you do well because you can keep on going but obviously the pressure is um yeah sometimes it's like if you don't place and you don't make money then you're like i can't get home
1: <laughs> yeah i mean I, I would imagine especially you know living in australia with like a higher rent higher overhead it's like even that much much more stressful so i would imagine that maybe played part of your decision making process and moving to to thailand to kind of keep this
3: exactly man exactly like i would i was paying rent while traveling for three months at a time and then i wouldn't have a place i'd literally be living out of a backpack kind of thing and just on the road and that went on for like 10 years just bouncing around Damn. um yeah i haven't like I, this is the first winter that i've seen in in like 10 years because normally i do be in europe right now this year was actually going to be the biggest year yet like there's so much popping off like with the fizz like I came back here but then it was meant to be Japan in March and then straight to to France and through Europe there's like there was like 15 to 20 events all the way up till December like and that's just like the big ones but in between that there was you know blading's kicking off and the fizz are doing a great job and actually all these other events they're making it possible to um to to be able to live this life and to be able to show blading which is fantastic man it's like it's good and the, and the states is kicking off again too like it's great to see you know it's
1: no absolutely even like seeing the what was it last year was the, the first one in in um in, in japan that had like the first place was what like 100k or something like that or like 90 oh no or... that was this year that was what oh,
3: no that was actually no, 2019
1: yeah, it was, right? was that 2020
3: yeah that was this year so basically that that was the most crazy event ever. Shaki Ito had and organized this in amongst like, yeah, it's basically because Japan's hosting the, the Olympics. They had this event now that skateboarding BMX is in it. Shaki pushed so much and a few of the other guys to make, to get blading in. And they give the same prize money as if it's like the Olympics. So basically it was a 100K prize pool for first.
1: Oh man, that's
3: so man. cool. So congratulations to everyone that went and especially Sashiro, he took that win. Like he's the boss, man. Yeah. Um, was it I a was winner take all? Today. Yeah. Like, I qualified in third and I was just warming up, man. Like I'd been practicing and training like for months for this event. Like I got the layout of the, the course and like, I was so determined. Like I'd be on the exercise bike. I'd be like working out, I'd be training. I'd learned so many new like tricks for just the run. And I knew exactly what I was doing like months beforehand because I was hungry for that, man. I was hungry for that And then in finals in practice, I threw just like, I just smashing it around the course. I was feeling so good. And then I just did like a cork seven just as like my last trick in practice. And then I landed it, but I landed in a weird way and ripped the shit out of my hamstring and then collapsed to the ground. Like I didn't fall, but I was rolling away and my hamstring had been so badly pulled that I couldn't support it and I just collapsed. And then basically um, my mum was even there. She flew over because she knew she, I was like 100%. percent <laughs> i like, I'm taking this. And my mum's like, all right, I'm going to come over. Like, And then she had an Australian flag and all this and then the, uh. <laughs> she kind of pulled the Australian flag away because I'm like crying. Oh, before. no. But man, I, basically my mum's a nurse and she, we went to like, the first aid thing, cause it was like, and that was when the finals was just about to start. And then they're like, okay, we'll put it on hold. Can you skate? And I said, give me two minutes. So they didn't start the event and it was like live TV across Japan and they postponed it just for me. And then I went out to the sickbay and strapped up my leg in this certain way. I was like, I don't care. I've got this, I'm gonna skate, I'm gonna do this. Wow. And then went to skate back out onto the course, like two pushes and just collapsed to the ground like it was no way I could do it
2: oh and then I just god. started crying
3: on the ground like I was like fuck there it goes yeah it kind of goes emotional hey eh? like I was so yeah determined.
1: I would I would have cried out there yeah I did yeah
0: I but you didn't have that hip bomb for that for that hamstring <laughs> oh my god
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy
0: that's crazy that you like <laughs> study the course. I never heard of a skater studying the course before you go to the place. Do you always do that or is it just for this one because yeah, the yeah, prize was yeah. so
3: big? Yes, man, I have. <laughs> but like, I have I was like taught quite well from Matt Solano and, and Scott Crawford and Sesamore and all these people, how they use a course and actually Shiaki as well. Like how to use a, utilize a skate course that's going to benefit you. And so basically I'd, I'd had always this good training for that. But in recent years, man, like obviously Joe's smashing it. It's hard to, to keep up his, his creativity and everything like that. So nowadays we're all pretty like, I mean, I definitely, I, I do my run and I practice like a run before I even get there. Like I look at the course and I know exactly what I'm gonna do. And then wow. you get there and you realize the, what you think is possible is actually like a, a fifteen foot quarter. Like you don't realize. It, like it looks a lot smaller <laughs> on your phone. The course, and then you get there, and it's like, what the fuck is this, man? Yeah, the courses are just massive, man. Now, yeah,
1: it's kind of it's kind of tough to do that until you show up in real life. I bet.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Like the most recent one in uh, China, uh, the Fizz that was in December, uh, November, man. There was this vert wall, and I was like. In my, in my head before I was like, I reckon I could alley fish that through, across there. And then I got there and it's literally the biggest wall I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and i managed to get up there once in my- Is that final. the one you
1: backsided like during the yeah, run? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that one, yeah. That looked insane when you, when you backsided that too.
3: Man, I surprised myself cause I was like, there was Yeller trying it and a few other people, but no one got it. And I didn't even fuck with it. Like I didn't even try it and then I, I smashed out my first run in the finals, which put me into first place. And then I had one more run and it was kind of like a victory run. I was just like, I was on form. Like I was like, I wasn't even there. You know what I mean? Like I was just like super sane in a sense. Right. <laughs> no,
1: totally. Like it's just working and you're just in the Zen moment where it's just happening and you're just watching it happen.
3: And so I, I was like, last second, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try and start my run. I'm just going to send it and try and backside that but I didn't even suss it out before it like properly. And I just went super sane and then managed to get up there. And that's how I started my run. I was like, Oof, okay, let's Ooh. go. So yeah. Well, yeah. How big did
0: you think that was? Cause that's like a 20 foot wall.
3: Yeah, it was it, but it, like, it had vert for yeah, about flat. 10 feet. I reckon <laughs> 10 to 12 feet of like straight vert. So to get up there, it's like you have to tuck as much as possible and then literally till you're up on top, like, yeah. It was so scary just to drop in, man. Like, That's half it, sick. like didn't even drop in on it. Like, and I don't blame him because you literally, like, holy shit, you hit G force at like the compression mm-hmm. as you go down just to roll in off it. Yeah, it was pretty. Do nice. you prefer
0: crazy shit like that, or would you rather just be like a safe, smooth uh, course that so you could cruise around, or do you want like that crazy extra stunt in each, you know, each stop on the tour?
3: Well, what I what I do love and what I found myself um, better at than technicality now is literally just flowing through a line and using every bit of transition to maintain speed and also to not like, because if I'm jumping and doing grinds like through the whole course, it's just so draining on these ramps. But now if I I maintain my speed and literally do figure eights through a course, like just flowing and trying to use like a a transfer that hasn't been done and just trying to use the course in its own way. Um, So that's my specialty, I guess now, and it also- you,
1: you can totally see that like I, I one of my like i have i have an image in my head now that you've mentioned all that and it's like one of one of the clips like you're skating the bowl i think it's manly and you're just like i think it's dom shot and you're just coming in sideways like before your feet just rotting your body's kind of like riding alongside of the bowl and you're just kind of like taking shot. that corner yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like uh, you're definitely it's definitely a like a memory of your skating, by just like all that, you know, getting that really good pump, or hugging that stuff really close.
3: But yeah, that's definitely what it is. Like I love the just like you literally use the the quarter pipe and the ramps in every way. Like you yeah. tuck up, like and then you. I love up. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good, good man. But Australia's got heaps of bowls, so I guess I've been lucky to learn exactly that through skating bowls and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I actually don't like skating bowls that much. Like a small like most bowls are made to go to the to the left to pump to the left and i mm-hmm. always go to the right so every bowl is like like i'm left-handed and move to the right and so every bowl is designed the opposite way you know mm-hmm. what i mean and actually yeah, most I that as well yeah funny story like actually I, when we do a competition everyone will go this way to the left and i'm like i never get a go because i always go to the right and that's mm-hmm. why i have always collisions with people in, in a course, when in practice, like I've broken like six ribs just from running into people over the years. Like Holy six shit. different
1: times. Six different times, no yeah. way.
3: So literally I'm like, I'll go to, cause I always go to the right, but everyone's always going to the left and I'll like air a transfer. And then all of a sudden there's someone here and I just smash into them
1: oh, man.
3: And, I just up and just hope for the best. But yeah. Well, you definitely,
1: find, you definitely find a way to make it work for you. Um, I wanted to ask this before we got too far off the subject. I was thinking about it before. But that competition setting um, when you're in Japan there. And yeah, like, you know, you obviously had like high hopes. Your mom came out, you got hurt, which is obviously devastating. But, you know, I remember when I was first watching it, like just all the stuff from back in the States on my phone, seeing everyone get together through their Instagram. And I was like, wow, I wonder if the amount of money at stake is like changing the, the competition dynamic between the homies because it's such like an unprecedented amount of money. Like normally when people are competing, it's for like, two grand, maybe five in like yeah, really yeah. good situations, maybe 10. And then, you know, homies are being homies, but it's not like cutthroat. I, I would just imagine like when it's so much at stake that maybe it changes the dynamic. And I was kind of curious about that. Was there anything like that? Well,
3: I mean, for sure. I mean, unfortunately, it's pretty, it's, it's competitive now, but look, to tell you the truth, man, we're all homies. Like I get along with yeah. everyone. No, I'm so happy for Sashiro to take it. You know, anyone mm-hmm. could have been anyone like I'm so happy, but Of course I have self, you know, pride that I wanted to take it, you know, like that was just the only that event, every other event, I really I'm so chill. I don't mind, but it was just that one. And it's like it's unheard of to have that kind of prize money. Yeah. Like all the kids, every other event, it's just a session, man. And if if you're feeling good, like you send it. But like there's no competition really, like you just want like you just get in the zone and then it's just you do the best for yourself and that's kind of it. But um, But man, that that was so sick, Japan, like having everyone out there and like- Do
1: you think they'll I, do it again next year or is that just like a one-time thing?
3: Uh, wishful thinking, they do in the event, but I don't know if um, Blading's gonna be in it. Well, I don't know, we'll see. You have it to sh- ask Shihita for that.
0: They should yeah. do it again, because if it had to do with the Olympics, the Olympics didn't happen this year, they're going on next year now. So they got to do it again, fuck it, why not?
3: Hopefully, I, th- I think they're doing the event, but I don't know about Blading. I- I hope so man because we got like oh i'd actually i'm not allowed to say that Sorry. <laughs> but um, what it you're, you're if, to like, say
1: what no, no.
3: <laughs> i actually no i'm actually not allowed to say it but basically we yeah it's i it don't want you to get in trouble event, it was actually an incredible event and uh i really hope they can do it again man like yeah it was sick they put us up into a, like a sick five-star hotel um oh the
1: royal treatment that happens every now and then in blading every now and then in blading it'll just
3: yeah i mean the fizz is pretty good with it the fizz helps you out if you if you get top five fizz pays for flights accommodation a bit of food and everything which is sick yeah and some other events do that like yeah it's good
0: that's like a lot of good yeah a lot of the um all you competition skaters i guess you make most of your money on the circuits because you know, I guess you don't make generally that much money from sponsors compared to what you could be making at each contest. And now that there's no contest going on, like, how are you guys making all your money? Are you just like scraping by? Are you doing other stuff? Like, have you spoken to other people on the tour? Like what people are doing?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, most people have jobs anyway. I think it was just Joe, myself. I mean, I, I was teaching in, in Bangkok at the international schools with BKK skating, like, um, and I'd work in the international schools, and when I'm not touring or competing, I was teaching. And before in Australia, I was working for Skate HQ, doing these t- school programs. But for like ten years, I'd go, I'd still work, but yeah. now that's not even going on. And so, yeah, man, I'm scraping by. Obviously, like it's tough. Everyone, uh, especially now. But yeah, if there's no competitions, and also yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty tough. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. i not Im- I'd imagine so, especially with like paying your uh, apartment over there in, uh, Bangkok. But, you know, I had
3: um, some savings from competitions, but that was like, now, now (laughs) gone.
0: You got to start a Patreon now. You got a YouTube channel going, start like a Patreon, start doing your own thing.
3: I love the, this concept, man. Like I love keeping myself busy and I love just sharing and creating content and sharing like my idea and my life and my style or whatever. And that's exactly what I'm starting to do, man. Like it's, it's so fun and I love just to share blading and my, outlook and my idea on life as well
0: yeah you can make money on that do
1: it
3: yeah yeah sorry go on billy
1: no no i was just gonna say and honestly like for me like i think i think it would it's it would be better for the community and just everyone in general if we could just see uh our people who like you have put in so much time and energy energy and effort uh, to live this life for so long and just for you to be able to sustain in whatever way and i think that would just be great for like yeah, new kids coming into blading and just like keeping our thing going is like keeping our people who have like put so much time. in. so um, I, th- I think a lot of people, you know, if they're aware of that they'd be willing to support and I yeah, definitely yeah. Would be I as well. Blade,
3: so. um, it's, it's huge and everyone does support and that's actually, it's quite nice. But when I, one thing I do realize is like, I'll put like a, a, just a single clip up on Instagram or just like something that's not so good and it'll get yeah. like, 15,000 views and then I put all this effort into making like a proper edit and doing all like multiple tricks and travel and all this and it gets like one third the attention you know like it gets nothing.
1: <laughs> you know also, it's funny Nick Lomax told me something about that he's like because obviously like you know I think uh, with a power slide like a lot of the the payment comes through like putting up Instagram clips and like the social media stuff and uh he said out of all the things he posted, like hammers, edits, crazy tricks, he's like the most viewed thing he has is mm. uh, Dano Gorman punching a watermelon mm-hmm. in slow motion yeah. on his thing. He just basically held the watermelon and Dano just punched it and it just exploded, and that's his most viewed thing out of all the. So, Seriously,
3: yeah. I don't get it, man. It's <laughs> no joke. It's actually that. Like it, yeah. People, well, there I you go. That's short. even
1: more reason for the YouTube. Yeah. You got to you got to start yeah. digging into that, that that interesting stuff off blades. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. figuring out what works and kind of integrating yeah. it all
3: growing up i would always love like you know like b bell's films like and all these things, all these like oh yeah love-
1: fights rapping
3: yeah. The high, it's like man i love the b-roll i loved behind the scenes like the skating is sick but you also get to know the person who it is rather totally. than just skating you know and i was always like i could ever hear just like i don't know anyone talk that, uh, aside from skating it's like sick that's my favorite bit you know Mm -hmm. like and so basically that's what i'm doing with my youtube channel but i remember sagona saying like he doesn't release much content because he keeps it fresh you know keep Mm -hmm. the heart but nowadays it's like there's so much like i'm i'm the complete opposite to that now i'm like well it's a
1: different time then to now Yeah, exactly. Mm exactly
3: so i'm just literally i obviously it's like, you see me, I'm not at my best, but actually that's just who I am as well, you know? Like you can't always just be doing something perfect. And so I put up like bales, like hitting a spot, but falling and seeing that like, yeah, you don't get it first try, you know what I mean? Yeah, well,
1: I mean, well, well, it humanizes you too, right? Because I think when a lot of people see things through videos, like, you know, you have someone up on a pedestal, you see someone skating competitions and you're like, man, this person's Superman or Superwoman, whatever the case. But then, yeah, like you make, yeah, I like that. That's really cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's just basically B-roll, man. And I think what I've made, like, it's not just blading, it's traveling and especially this like road to Byron. If you haven't seen anyone watching, give it a share, give it a like, man, because it's actually, I don't know, it's pretty fun. I've had a lot of fun making it. I'm just finishing part four now. And uh, yeah, it's actually just keeping me busy keeping me skating and keeping me like motivated to move on and do different things. Like, yeah. How so do you check
1: good. it out? Road to Byron?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or just type my name in on YouTube and it's like my, go to my channel. Um, yeah. Give it a and follow then-
1: and hit the notification bell. You got to subscribe, hit the notification bell. Yeah.
3: <laughs> do, the yeah. Thing.
0: <laughs> do the thing. That's what I, I love so much about like skating nowadays compared to how it used to be, because it was, like you were in charge, like other people were in charge of how they portrayed you. Now you could take it however you want it. And it's exactly. good to see people's personalities now because you weren't able to do that, you know, 10 years ago. And that's like one of the reasons why we were so happy to start this show because now we could have people on skaters and people could learn more about the people behind their blades and you know how they are, what they do, what their thoughts are, and all that stuff. You weren't be able to you weren't able to see 10, 15 years ago. Seriously, right.
3: you guys have done this best. Like I've been such a fan and I love your work and I'm so proud and like honored and to be a part of this whole thing you know like because it's exactly that it's like giving the insight to everyone's got this incredible story and you're like saving blading and you're giving some attention to it like that never really was received before so wow
1: thanks appreciate that and yeah i I personally like just to the the older i get and like you know because obviously there was a bit i was i was a pro very involved and now I'm, i'm not but I'm loving the opportunity to like be a fan of, not only some of my friends, but some of my favorite skaters. So to sit yeah. back and watch the stuff and like, you know, the YouTube channels, the, the, the competition circuit, it's a really exciting time right now. So yeah, I like seeing that and bladers supporting other bladers. That's yeah. cool.
3: that's it, man. We have got such a beautiful family and we, we, it's so rare and we, I absolutely love it, man. I, we're keeping it real, keeping it alive and it takes such legends as yourselves. To, to keep it going so yeah
1: cheers <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> um and not now but in a bit we're going to open it up for questions i just want to remind uh, our friends who are watching live that uh if you want to ask questions for cj we prioritize we prioritize the super chats and we give half of our super chats to our guest it's our way of being kind of you know our little bit to contribute and showing thanks for having you on the show and supporting your life as well so if people want to get those questions in order that would be great but before that i kind of wanted to ask you about your transition to bangkok so were you teaching the classes before, while you were still living in australia and then like you made a decision to just go on and move like and also your girlfriend came with you from france so that must have been a big transition for her what was that whole thing like and that decision
3: well actually my girlfriend she we met in china and she moved to Bangkok as a photographer and then I was like in Australia and it was like just expensive to live I wasn't being able to con- go to contests I wasn't being able to move around so much and then basically a move to Thailand was just so I could focus on skating 100% and be able to afford you know living working with Sabre it's been fantastic they've been able to help me out and uh basically as soon as I moved to Thailand I, I could focus more on skating and like creating content, learning new tricks and stuff like that, training for competitions. But also I just got hooked up with a with a company that is there, like a French blader in Bangkok, BKK Skating. And um, yeah, so basically he's like, yeah, you want to work with me? Because I've been teaching in Australia for 10 years and then just doing the international schools one hour, like, Sessions. I didn't
1: know you've been teaching for ten years. It's crazy. That's a yeah. little-known yeah, fact.
3: I, I've been teaching schools like twenty kids from from like tiny five-year-olds through to adults. You know, like I'd do oh wow. yeah, like twenty students at a time, and they like all the prestige schools around Sydney. And it's like I'd rock up like you know, an yeah, going, "Who's ready to skate?" <laughs> no, I'd smash it out, man. Like I would quite. That's professional. cool. Yeah,
1: I could see you being good with the kids. You know, being fun. Yeah,
3: I, I love it too, man. It's like, it's so rewarding. Like, I still see people, like, even if I'm roller skates on anything with wheels, it's like, man, sick. When I see anyone skating past, I, I love it, man. Like, And still 25 mm. years of blading, I'm still have this same passion and love for it and just love seeing people enjoy it as much as I do, you know, like, cause it is, it's a beautiful thing. man.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a it beautiful is. thing.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I got um... that the other day. That's a prison tat. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs>
2: it's a prison, oh, there man. you go.
3: <laughs> that's what happened on the trip, man, on the road to Byron. I don't know. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's like I, I really at once one time I will go off on my own and do my own because I, I have my Blade Camp International as well, which mm. is like it's a skate camp that I do and I try and set it up wherever I'm uh, wherever there's a competition. Mm-hmm. So I did one in Thailand, I've done one in Singapore, I've done one in uh in Dubai was the most recent. And basically there was an event in well this in Saudi Arabia and then I was like, okay, this is perfect to meet up with all the local skaters and do like a, a, a camp style thing with just where you're teaching them but also having like a barbecue at the end, it's like two, three day event. And it's great, man. It's just like keeping people connected. And whoever wants to join, like we had roller skaters in Dubai join as well. Like, yeah. So, I mean, there's always something going on. So,
1: yeah, you, you've been, you've been doing that skate school for a while. I guess you ended up doing it in Bangkok and you ended up deciding, like, how did you end up deciding to move there? It's a big move, man.
3: How, how did I decide to move to Thailand?
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Cause you well, moved I, with your girlfriend, right?
3: Yeah. 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 So basically, I mean, just let's go. <laughs> Why Did you need a like that? Yeah, well it doesn't you shouldn't be restricted to anywhere. It's a beautiful big world out there and it doesn't take much to literally I mean unless you have a lot of assets and like commun, like created a, a big life. But if unless you, you could put that in storage as well and just piss off. Like anything is possible, Like there was no hesitation. I was just like, let's go. Okay, merge the bangers.
0: That's, yeah. that, that's Funny you mentioned that how they put Up your stuff in. Harley Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned your stuff in storage because I don't remember who it was. But when I was in Sydney last year, um, you were already gone in Thailand and somebody I don't remember who it was, but they were like, yeah, CJ was just like, yo, can I keep my stuff? I'm going like to Thailand for a little bit. Can I keep like my stuff in your place? And you're like, yeah. They were like, yeah, sure. And then like a few weeks passed, a couple like months or something passes. And you were like, hey, CJ, you st- I still got your stuff here. And you were like, oh, yeah, I'm not coming back, by the way.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Craig Brocklehurst held on to my oh, was shit. Oh, Craig. Cool. That's what it yeah. was, yeah. So that's, that's good of him. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot about that. It was just like, actually, it was just like trophies and stuff like that, memorabilia. And what? then I finally got it down to my mum's place. So yeah. <laughs> of course, it takes homies to help out as well. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
0: You don't need like a visa of any kind to like go, stay in Thailand for that long? Because a lot of people I know have that problem going to another country. they go and go for a few months, but you've been there for a while.
3: I mean, there's a, where there's a will, there's a way. I mean... I've, I was always on a tourist visa, but it worked perfectly because I would literally like be able to go to a competition and then come back and just, there would like, so every three months oh, you yeah. mm. and I would just go to a competition anyway and come back. But I've just been applying for a, um, a business visa there, which is with, through Tessa, which is Thailand extreme sports association. And that's to help out as, as if I'm a, a valuable asset to help teach the Thai team. Man, Thailand is incredible with their support to the skate community. It's actually sick. They've got a whole organization.
1: Right? No, like Richie had a job over there, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'd, like they're teaching the Thai team, but Michael Pallet used to teach the Thai team as well. But he was on like- when Like it was like, like
1: a real job, like a well-paying actual oh, yeah. job. Yeah.
3: yeah. And the, the Thai competitions would be like, no, my homie, he he won like, I don't know, I think it might've been like $100,000 from Thai competitions because that's they,
2: paid,
3: yeah. But it was big money. And that was like, just through the, the Asian competition scene. Yeah, it was huge then, really. And so they're still doing that. And I've got a uh, a business visa now that's being processed to um to help teach the Thai team. So that works.
1: But I so just we, can't. When things lift up like that, if this whole COVID thing ends, like do you want to stay there for a bit, is your plan to go back there, kick it there for a while?
3: I, I'm, man, I really do love Thailand, and also the. I'm I'm not done yet with skating. Like I, I wouldn't be able to travel and compete and live that life if I was in Australia. It's just mm-hmm. too expensive. But now I can now have. I like a bit of structure and you know comfort. So to be able to have an apartment in Bangkok that I can afford and then be able to move around it really works but you can't do that in in australia like yeah. the rent just for a room it's ridiculous man. yeah so thailand works for that and it's a good center point and yeah to move around it's, it's going good
1: well tight man that's awesome i've always wanted to go to thailand and it seems pretty cool like the setup you have down there and makes sense that yeah i just didn't know if you were like you know i'm going to stay in thailand for 10 years, or if you're kind of just still doing it like on the fly, like taking it as it comes and-
3: Just going with the flow still. I mean, I, I, I do like the concept of continuing making this YouTube channel and just like, then I can start monetizing it and potentially make some money off it depending on, like it doesn't have to be just blading orientated. Like I can, you know, show the streets, the real life Bangkok and travel around Asia and just do like, but I can do that in America. I can do it in Europe and just, like create content and just share that i'd love that idea because um you can even get sponsors and and endorsements and stuff like that like i was i had a travel pillow and they were they were hooking it up man yeah oh yeah
0: the turtle they sponsored us
3: too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly Kevin. turtle pillow yeah <laughs> i mean it, it, a little bit pesky at first but realistically man like when you're actually traveling it worked well and they actually hooked it up yep. so shout out them men like they and there's so many different companies that actually can help with that you know like hey mm-hmm. you want to do if i want to do another like trip up the coast or down the coast if i hit up this company mighty campers and sell what i'm actually doing mm-hmm. you know, they can they can uh get give you some money to fund it it's, you know, you free See, van. That's a
1: good idea. Like, yeah, you, because you're like incorporating the thing and it's a camper. And who the hell doesn't want a badass camper? So that's like so cool.
3: Yeah. So I'm going to, I literally, I've got this content now. That's the first one I did. But basically, if I can put together a little, you know, piece and sell that to them, then I, I'm sure they'll hook it up and like, why wouldn't they? But I mean, I've <laughs> given up on trying to get GoPro and Red Bull for a sponsor because it's, yeah, fuck like, those guys. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times, like, Red Bull was like, um, actually even Ray-Ban. They like, I hit them up and they're like, sick man. Yeah, sure. We'll, we can offer you this and this. And then they go, oh shit. Oh, we thought you were skateboarder. Oh, you're a rollerblader. And I was no like, yeah. way. You're like, oh, sorry, man. We're, we're focusing on a different market.
0: Oh, uh, like, no way. What? Yeah.
3: That's yeah. so fucked up. So, oh, man. What is the world going to realize? But no, wait, blading is back, man. <sighs> it's like, it's on the rise and we're seeing it. I don't know who's where who showed it, but business Insider had like a an article saying it was like uh three hundred percent rise in inline skate sales since yeah so yeah I, that, that's sick How no, that? yeah
1: this quarantine <laughs> has has got a lot of people looking in the mirror and um yeah. you know looking at their past and being like damn why why did I stop skating you know work and life and everything caught up and I think this quarantine and this lockdown gave everyone a moment yeah. to be like, huh. And ke- kind of catch up on those things because, yeah, as we had on like sales are through the roof from everyone that we spoke to. So, yeah, yeah it minutes. feels like it. it. feels like something like mm. it keeps, bu- it always feels like something keeps is bubbling up and it's getting better. So, yeah, it's gonna it be, be a, a slow, good
0: slow and steady rise to the top for us. I think in the next yeah. few that's better years. than
1: the explosion of the past, exactly. It's like, yes, it's, it's a more, more stable, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. exactly. more stable, way more stable. Um, but I mean,
3: the see- circle of life with fashion, with everything, right? It goes around in a 10. 20-year circle, you know, like 60s are back, 70s are back,
1: and then it goes through, but 90s are back. So the 90s are good. back. It's, <laughs> we're coming, man. 70s was just back a little while ago, so we're we're on the meter.
3: What comes with the 90s, man, what came, like the 80s roller skating is back and that whole 80s thing, and now everyone's wearing colorful bomber jackets like in the 90s, and guess what else came with
1: that? Blading. Blading came back with it. You know yeah. what else came back with it?
3: breakdance and all the <laughs> things. back i also love a, a resurgence in turntables like djing and stuff because i love oh, i like, like that yeah
1: yeah that'd
3: be that's sick really too. sick
1: and yeah man i mean i to be honest i'm looking forward to your channels and um uh I, you know a lot I, I don't know much about youtube channels but just keep on putting out everything you do every day that's from what i heard just keep pumping out the content and you know when things pick up and you start traveling again that's gonna make the content like super cool you know because you just interact those lifestyle things to just like for me that was like i think probably the thing i i regarded as like one of the most fun things about being a pro was like traveling and those interactions and like the friends and like you know like you said like you know you've been traveling with some of these guys like over 20 years and seeing them at the same spot at the pub and just like giving a feel of that on your youtube channel and like you know letting other people like come into that is is cool i would definitely be like looking in on that for sure
3: Seriously, man, we, we have a we have a beautiful story. We have a sick life that we've lived, man, and it it deserves to be shared to an outside platform and to outside audiences, man. Like it's sick. So hopefully it will go all right. But yeah, slow and steady. But it's sure. also just create content. as keep myself busy, man. But I love to do it. But realistically, it's sharing the story of what I believe in and like my passion and and this whole world that we are we have that's unknown still to so many people. How many times do people go? what, rollerblading's still a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, blade, It's like, yeah, man. Fucking nice. And like, yeah, it.
1: man, here's a clip of me grinding a 20-foot wall with 10 foot of vert right here. That's me. <laughs> yeah. That's
3: why but I like so much. I'm like What, you blade? That's sick, everyone. Yeah. like five years ago, it's like, what's the hardest thing about playing when you say that? Now, everyone's like, hell yeah, man, that's actually sick. AF. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what i like about all these people starring like people like you and all these other channels starring their youtube you know youtube mm-hmm. videos and youtube channels is that the more of us that are out there posting all these things all the time more people are going to see it they're going to pop up on other people's youtube channels and other their feeds or whatever or people yeah. start skating <laughs> like maybe a cj Wilson video will come up instead of a, a day long song video or something like that you
3: know or tony hawk or whatever i mean nick does a good job he has his youtube channel that's out and about and it just shows men like like bombing the streets and just cruising man like we we turn heads wherever we go no matter what Mm -hmm. even if we're just rolling man everyone is like what what that's sick they've seen a million bloody people walk skate past on a loud rickety skateboard but they Mm -hmm. like a smooth blade just cruising through just in this like elegant style man it's just Mm -hmm. like sick Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it's that's cool i i
1: I like that uh i like that comparison because like the the blades i like that it's like that's yeah,
3: I, I went I went skateboarding on the beachfront, and took my nephew for a little skate the other day and just pushing. And it was just like, man, I, I mean, I like skateboarding. I used to have to teach skateboarding, but I was like, it's so repetitive and it's not the best mode of transport you're just constantly pushing and it's loud and it's just like what is this man yeah (laughs) i I got angry and literally i was like fuck this man i (laughs) i just walked it i was like this is too frustrating and annoying like just repetitive just
1: your leg starts to cramp a little bit because you're just like one leg planted and the other one is just kicking away kicking away
3: Seriously, I mean, longboards are much easier or big wheels, but this is just a trick board. It can't be enjoyable like mashing through streets when, the, and literally just passing by people, and it's so loud, mm. and every dog is trying to bite you. The <laughs> box, right? Oh yeah, dogs hate
1: skateboards. My dog hates <laughs> so skateboards. Awesome.
3: Oh man. Yeah, so I, I think inline skating. As soon as we get people back into it, it, it'll show that. Oh man, this is a much better mode of transport.
0: Mm-hmm. That kind of goes back to a few episodes ago we had Ray Mendez on. He said the first thing that blew his mind about skating was watching his boy just roll fakie. And he was like, what? That's awesome. So can you imagine, like, if you're just a pedestrian in the city, you see, like, a crew of people just blast by you fakie, like, chopping it up, hitting, like, a turn fakie. Like, Like, a lot of people don't even even know you can skate backwards, you know? Because regular people don't do that.
3: I love it, man. Well, New York, it gave me always, like, I remember the first time mashing through New York. And I really thought about like Ryan Jacqueline and that like, it's mm-hmm. all good from that. It's like, yeah. I could see Florida if I want. It's like so yeah. sick, man. And like, just feeling that and it is just mashing through the streets, man. Mm-hmm. It's so much harder to jump up open even on a bike, up gutters, down gutters. Man, we're so portable. We're so like maneuverable. Yeah, it's- We can just go up and down easy, man. As we all- Accessibility, order. yeah. Accessibility, exactly. Op- opens so up the options. Yeah, and that's why people, that's why we turn heads as well, because it's like, whoa, that guy just came in and just went over there.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> How do you do that?
0: We have a, a lot of good questions in the chat. Before we get to the questions, one thing I wanted to talk about, which is you have a new pro skate coming out from Saber?
3: Yes, I do, man. And Talk man, about that a little bit. Yeah, 100%, because actually, well, I'm so happy, man. Like The relationship I have with Saber, I think eight years now, man, and they've looked after me. We've had tough times. Fuck. But yeah, I'm actually like, I'm in a good position now. And they, I, like, my hat goes off to them because they're, they're doing great. And we've been working on this new model, especially for the last year and a bit. And I just got the, the first product, oh, the final prototype, sorry, of it. I didn't have it here, but I would love to show you. But it's got like a removable liner, which oh is the same as the, um, the intuition liners. But we made it like the same material, but actually just a little bit cheaper and more airflow. Because I, I was using the intuitions and they would like get so sweaty and stink. Like there's no, there's no airflow. So we made them a little bit more like airflow and basically with this new model, more flex. And actually it's, I'm, I'm so stoked, man. And the comfortable, they're so comfortable and they're, they're going to be, People won't be disappointed, man. Like literally everyone who's put them on and tried them have just been like sick, man, that is the, okay. I see why now. And so, yeah, it's, um, I can't wait till they get out and for people to be able to try them on and feel them and use them because realistically, I've, I know that people were always like, okay, they're a bit too expensive. So we've like made them a bit like uh, the more flexible, not the carbon. So it doesn't have to be super expensive. And uh, so basically they they have way more flex, removable lineup, and uh, a lot cheaper, more affordable. So yeah, they're perfect. I'm actually so, so stoked about it. They're
1: good skates, man. I I skated those skates for for a little bit. I had like your first pro model and I was like, I skated them at like Summer Clash and at Roskilde. but man,
3: man. those- You look good on them too, bro. They're good skates. (laughs) They
1: feel comfortable, man. They're good skates. Yeah.
0: That, that's cool that you got to, like with Saber you get to actually design and modify the skate. It's not just like a different color like other companies do. You know, you yeah. actually, it's you get to work with the company to make it yeah. an actual better product for people to ride.
3: 100%, and that's why I love them. And they're like, okay, what do you think? I, I'll get a model, and I'm just like, okay, well, that's, I don't like this. We can make this, we can make this. And whatever I make with my mate, Aaron Holland, he's helped me, he just does like, okay, outlines some things, and it's just like, okay, cool. We send that to the factory, we get that modified, tell me what you think now and just like back and forward back and forward and it's been like yeah okay we finally figured out after over a year of just like back and forward getting different things you know like trying things and now it's like yeah we we did well we, that's
0: cool we that aaron's working on it with you
3: yeah well he yeah, just helping me he just like he's like he just has his input and he's just like what do you reckon about that and i was like yeah sick just having other people's ideas as well like all the homies mm-hmm. you know like what do you think? And what do you think? And just over time, getting a gradual understanding of what everyone likes. And now we put all that together and created a masterpiece.
1: <laughs> now that's awesome. That like collaborative effort, because you know, that doesn't, it doesn't happen all the time in skating yeah. or whatever other industries. Sometimes it's just like, Hey, this is your pro model, pick the colors, yeah. but to like yeah. actually work on something and make nicks and max and changes in like the liner mm. and the yeah. just performance in general is uh that's really cool because that 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 skaters that blader's input is going to be like in it's invaluable stuff you know like you're out there you're skating it you're living on it so how are you going to get the best product otherwise so i'd imagine that that it's going to be really good
3: well what we did as well like a lot of people said they're quite stiff and like i mean they're all right for me because i'm like skating these big courses like i put on like other skates and they're just like so flimsy i can't i don't know i couldn't do it so basically but we made them a little bit more like half soft boot. So they're actually like a half soft boot, double liner. Um, So they've got more flex than the stiff carbon ones. Cause I I actually tried on the first ones and I was like, yeah, they are actually a bit stiff. Now I'm used to this bit more flex. And so now it's super easy to skate, you know, um, flat ledges and stuff like that and get over on top sides. So now they're actually, we, we, we got it right. But yeah, it's good, man. Can't wait. Um, everyone for- won't be disappointed I'm, i can guarantee it man they i don't need to talk too much more but really like people <laughs> will try and i actually i have faith and i'll be like okay people will enjoy this man really
1: i look forward to it man. i look forward to checking them out
3: cheers bro cheers
0: in the uh in the picture that i saw of them i don't know if it was like an official picture or whatever but there was some crazy frames on them is that a saber frame or is that something some other shit
3: Another exciting thing in the works, man. This company, Agoda, out of Switzerland, the dude he um he he's like uh, he makes like fine watches so he knows what he's doing, he's <laughs> like precision, yeah. And uh basically, the he... Swiss
1: know how to engineer some stuff, man. yeah,
3: exactly, man, yeah. And um, so actually, I'm really excited, but it's still in the works. I mean, this is actually the second prototype. In, but he's been working on it for five years, but the concept is actually amazing. It's sick. It's like physics, but um, it's not exactly physics. It's physics in a way that it has like um, resistance and shock. Suspension. Right? Suspension, sorry. But this is like the, the, the middle wheels don't touch at first. It's only when you have your body weight on them. So basically it's kind of like anti-rocker, but if you actually push, then you'll have all wheels on the ground. And so it actually is perfect for being able to turn, and actually you can get an extra spring in your step, literally. Like mm-hmm. it's actually amazing. Like you, you've got this forward, and just the feel of them. Yeah, I mean, I I like gaps, and actually, you can send it.
1: <laughs> that's probably <laughs> sick for your style too of pumping. Like we were yeah, about. But they
3: got yeah. what's perfect is they've got a big H block <laughs> in the middle, big groove, and that's like that's the only thing that I really I I, I really like. I mean, I've been testing those, but then also on the Annie Rockers, but I'm just getting a feel again. But man, these, um, they feel amazing. I can't wait. Still a prototype, but yeah, the, I, the, they literally, I reckon the end design, what, what, what the, where they're going with this, should be exciting times, man. Blading needs that. We've got, like, yeah, such
1: totally. A- we need new products, new things, and exciting yeah. things to be excited over.
3: And these are fucking, oh, this is exciting times, man. These things are pretty incredible
1: all right so that okay we're looking forward to that we got to stay tuned um
3: we're gonna get into some of
1: these questions from some of the people watching so far Mm -hmm. um before that i just want to once again remind you and you know follow while you're doing it while you're going to our youtube page and you're hitting the subscribe button and you hit the notification bell go to cj's youtube page hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell um you know follow us on our platforms share these videos um get the word out, you know, let people hear this. We put out clips to share those and just commenting, interacting. It really helps um, boost us up to the algorithms. I don't know if uh, YouTube is anti-blade or not. We're gonna find out, but we're pushing it right now. and We're trying to keep it cool. So we're trying to figure out all those little tricks. So um, yeah, just share the video, comment, all these things.
0: Um, Hopefully YouTube isn't owned by Red Bull and Ray-Bans. Right, hopefully not,
1: (laughs) hopefully not. Um, So our first question is from Lucas Rostas hope I said that right probably not what would you want to do if you weren't a blader that's an interesting question I like that I like fun questions I like want that
3: to do if I, wasn't a blader. I don't know That's all I know no I don't know but but, but if I wasn't a blader what's
1: actually, like the dream yeah. job if you weren't a blader just like I'll...
3: well I mean anything like I do like sort of like outdoors I don't I could never be in an office mm-hmm. that's for sure um but also the concept of like something where I can travel and see the great outdoors and be always on the move. Mm -hmm. Anything related with that would be a dream job, you know, like, and that's what blading offers you. It's like blading is sick, but the option of being able to be on the road and being able to move and see all these beautiful places around the world. It's like, that's a dream in itself, you know?
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I don't, well, I do like filming, um, that's because I like I, I can blade while well film
2: <laughs> so,
3: right. you know what I mean like uh, it's like I, I love being able to capture shots and best way to film is with blades on like I don't know why people you know yeah that's a job that I would like to get into it's like filming like even like commercials in cars and stuff like having a big rig it's like, yeah. like steady cam and just downstairs upstairs like like we like Vinny and, like Vinny. and uh, Connor O'Brien. Is it Connor? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, Connor oh yeah, it. Connor. Yep.
3: Connor's passionate too, man, and he's he's doing a good job because he's in Sabres doing it.
1: <laughs> oh, he's in Sabres right. doing it, huh?
3: Yeah, that's why he's, he's he can get the best shots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder if there's like a science behind that. Yeah, I
0: wonder if there's like a science behind the skate you use where it matters on how steady the shot is. But it could it could make a difference having a stiffer skate, you know. Yeah, let's uh, get another question, but let's give a shout out real quick to our super chatters. So far, we have Sean Michelson, Joey Scanella, Scotty Blades, King Rendo, Josh Butler, Jimmy Shooter. So thank you guys all. I would normally like tally them up and let let everyone know how much we're at, but there's so many different kinds of currency in here. I can't do the calculations, but there's a good amount of money in there. So if anyone else wants to super chat CJ and uh, make your question go to the top. Uh, go for it. But right now, it? we have a Jimmy Shooter question. You might have heard of this man, Jimmy Shooter. Jimmy Shooter. Um, he wants to know... Jimmy, C- but,
3: man, I'm a massive fan. Shout out, Jimmy. you're a legend. Shout out, Jimmy. Here we go. I love your style, man. Like, the, How do you do that with your legs like fishing up? <laughs> 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 so sick. I've always been a fan. Just like, what? how did he do that, man? He has good yeah, news for an old good- man.
0: He has good yeah. news for an old man. Um, He says, does CJ do any type of cross training outside of skating? I would think he would have... To in order to skate contests like that.
1: Um, well, you said he went on a run this morning. Dude, I hate yeah, running. I went on everybody. a run
3: because we had a couple of beers last night because I just moved in, and I was like, oh, okay. But um, cross-training, I, did, I was <laughs> going to the gym quite a bit, um, but realistically, swimming, swimming was good. I was getting into swimming quite a bit, but also, I mean, I was never really into the gym at all, and I would like be like, why the hell is that person running on the spot? you know, like on a treadmill, but to strengthen my legs, to be able to jump, <laughs> I was doing like um, some leg weights and stuff like that. And on an exercise bike, because Thailand's so danger to to ride around, it's literally, you, you could die any second <laughs> on the roads. Yeah. So I guess then like, it's like, yeah, just a bit of leg training, um, swimming, swimming, leg training, and uh, a little bit of running nowadays. Like, but running is just to keep, keep my, uh, keep me focused, give me fresh like i hate running it me, so bad me too, it's up the worst. And basically a run just makes you feel so good but it's so bad for my ankles my ankles are cooked man so running running hurts a bit man
1: yeah no it's the same that's the like problem. that's that, that's the issue i have with running like it's the ankles like the the pressure yeah. but
3: it literally goes like yeah like, man it's it's so like you can hear me coming from ages away because it's just like
1: Oh no, my, my my girlfriend Corey. She she always hit like when I come out of. I'm just like in the morning. I'm just like click, click, clicking. i wake up. I'm just like cracking around. She's like, "Wow, that's that's really something."
3: Seriously, man. <laughs> Mornings are not good, eh? Mornings no. I have to walk like a bloody penguin or something because then yeah. I up, so- uh,
0: <laughs> I love waking up in the morning, and first thing I do, I brush my teeth, and I just go on the foam roller and crack my back. Everything I do, all my back stretches, and get all the cracks out. I'm like, all right, now I'm ready to start my day. Oh, there you go. That's
3: good, man. I can't do that. I Those rollers. I, I'm,
0: I'm, it's I'm, tough, right? It's oh, so good.
1: <laughs> um, I got a bit of a cheeky question over here, As, as if that's the right terminology. Cheeky. Ooh, cheeky. Did, did I say cheeky? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, Paul Kreutzer says, you are the king of, I don't even know if there's a compliment, or, but he said, you're the king of skating with a hangover. How do you do it? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah, man. Mate. <laughs> that is, I'm literally, I, I'm not going to lie, I surprised myself, especially with, <laughs> like on this trip just now with Luciano, we, oh, I don't know if I should say it, but we actually went through, uh, we counted like the beers that we were getting. And then we'd wake up in the morning and go skate and just be like, oh, I'm feeling fresh, let's go. But it's actually a bit of a scary reality that we would go through like a box of beers easy at night and then wake up and just go for a skate feeling fine but in competitions
1: that's amazing um, i'm jealous yeah
3: Yeah. i surprised myself man i'm like yeah "Yeah." um just because i'm a (laughs) flogger (laughs) no um uh but in competitions it actually helps to be a little bit not full hungover but it helps to actually have a couple of beers the night before and then go into a competition because you don't have all the extra pressure
1: right i hear that
3: at, at your event billy really a new invitational the second one like I, I played my cards right i didn't drink at all i didn't have beers the night before even though it was so hard because everyone's kicking it and i took it easy and then i skated like shit because i was actually focused like under pressure but if i had like a, just a good night and just free flow like and then wake up you don't really analyze too much you just like you're just a bit more chill yeah. I, I know what
1: you mean There are like there are some days uh where if i have something like big to do in the morning mm. i'll just be laying in my bed to like 3 a.m like not being able mm. to sleep so i'm like you know we're not yeah. we're not doing that anymore come after yeah. we eat, come 10 get a couple of beers sleeping yeah. like a baby you know yeah.
3: Man, it's actually, what's getting to me is like, cause I've been trying not to have beers before a competition, but also like my, I, I fucked up really bad in Japan at the fizz one year because I was like doing my run in my head and I wasn't drinking and I went to, I laid to bed, I went to bed at like eight o'clock ready for the competition. I qualified in third or first or something. And I was like, sick, I got this. I'm good. And then just doing my line and run over and over. And I laid in bed from eight o'clock at night until seven in the morning. And I was still like this wide awake at seven. So I did not sleep at all until seven in the morning. I was just like, this is ridiculous. Wow. So bad. Like, And professional athletes tra- have actually trainers to, to, to not let that pressure get to them so they can focus. And I literally, that was so bad, man. Like, And then I went to the event without sleeping. So I did a bender in my bed without sleeping and then went straight to the competition and my legs, my body was so weak Yeah. and like jelly legs. I remember I dropped in and just fell over like, yeah. So if I had a couple of beers the night before, then I would have been like comfortable. It's just like, okay, go to You're sleep. you have
1: been fine.
0: Yeah, yeah really. I don't even mean to plug this in, but I have to because we're talking about it. But like before going to sleep on a night when you have a lot of anxiety stuff, the oh, CBD hitbox. drops legit or oh, yeah, the, the the CBD drops legit. Like. Every time I take those before I go to bed, I sleep so good and I wake up feeling so good and it helps with the anxiety. So if you do have like a competition beforehand, the CBD drops, something like that would probably help your nerves and calm you down make you actually able to sleep and skate good the next day.
3: But I, I, I can't like CBD weed anything. I wish I could smoke weed, but I can't. Well, I don't, I don't
0: smoke too. weed either. I just take the drops.
3: It like a, it's a stain of that no yeah down.
0: but you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't like i don't smoke weed at all but i take the cbd drops and it's like it yeah cbd have any, is like non-psychoactive yeah there's no thc in it so it doesn't like fuck you up or anything
1: man I, you I know maybe maybe it. we'll talk to we, we know the guys at hit bomb so maybe we'll talk to them see if we can get a little package out to you cj yeah you know you can give us a little review on the youtube channel perhaps tell us what you think yeah it, we'll go from there
3: i mean i i i used to smoke a bit of weed and i always was just like so awkward like i'd always just be paranoid mm. and then i just kind of like one day just clicked and stopped man I yeah it's
1: just I not-
3: it was a bit weird but i wish i could because i'd love to chill <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not for everyone that's for sure yeah but man I, i'd be down if there's no thc in it and stuff like that why not yeah you no know?
0: It, it's good stuff i definitely recommend it um let's keep moving with the questions we have toby larone asks what is your favorite thing to skate
3: um, well, I I used to love street and I'd love my favorite, like ledge street spot would be a curved ledge. Like there's nothing better than feeling like a curved ledge, man. Like Austin, you came and- Yeah, the
0: marble to... ledge, that marble ledge, right?
3: And You just get on and you just ride it out. Hey, that like...
0: marble ledge that we skated together in the rain that day. Like that was yeah. so fun to get to skate that.
3: Sick, huh? Yeah. That's so exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, curved ledges are, are, are my favorite. But also like transition, like a nice, um, I don't know, like a, a kind of like a a transfer. I love doing transfers, if they're like a, a quarter to a bank or something. But also a mega ramp, man. Fuck. That that's the a best good one ever. Yeah, the mega ramp. There's literally, it's it's dreamy, man. You've seen you the nitro up, one, right? Yeah, I said I did like the nitro tour for a bit. Yeah. yeah. And then also the Nitro World Games. Um, oh yeah. Was yeah.
1: that like b- before or after or during like Haffy's time? Obviously not before, but it was like during well, or
3: after? The way it came about, I was actually <laughs> just like had a couple of beers, and I knew Haffy was in Australia, and he and I just wrote to him, and I just go, "Oi, Haffy, I heard you need a, a, another person to help you for the <laughs> Nitro Circus," and he wrote back he, like instantly, and he goes, "What? Actually, I do, man. Are you here? Because I can't. I've got like a." Um, a, he had like a wedding that he had to go to he was yeah. like can you do my show for me and no like, way dude no so, way. so
1: you're just a couple of beers in being <laughs> and he's just like well i do actually yeah i do
3: Dude, and I, I, no I'd, never hit one. I, I'd never hit one oh i hit the one at woodward literally two or three jumps and that was the only time i've ever done it and that's got a back like a flat did you, you hit
1: the one, one, at one at woodward that that's pretty good because i think that's the biggest one in the world actually so
3: yeah I that's a good start but like it was like but i still did like I gapped it and I was like, sick. I just want to flatty it. And so, second try, I just went flat spin. Like, I was just in the zone and it was just I, like. I, the- Woodward, you
1: flatty that one?
3: Yeah. And I also Oof. came out of the top of the ramp and Miguel was like, and so I, came, I didn't realize how fast I was going and then came out the quarter pipe just to land on the flat. But I didn't realize. And I went like 10 feet out of the quarter pipe. I was going so quick and then put my feet through the top deck, like up to here. I nearly no. fell. So- Whoa. Yeah, and Miguel's like, you're the first person to do that. And I was like, sick.
2: You went through <laughs>
3: up to here? Yeah, I went through the whole, the, the landing. And he was like, holy shit, okay, we're going to have to replace that. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. Thank, thank yeah. God. I was thinking, man, you, you got lucky and, it wasn't like a cartoon thing where you just like go straight through, like, yeah. <laughs> to the bottom. <laughs> and his hat stays and
3: then, in the
0: air, then it drops afterwards. Oh, yeah.
3: But then <laughs> I Probably started getting nightmare. comfortable with airing it. like, And so I was airing it, and I was drifting the airs, and like, I stuck, Cause I can skate vert all right, and I reckon I was getting, you know, maybe ten feet air, and I started to drift these airs, and I nearly, I nearly drifted off the whole, the whole ramp. Oh Like you don't God. realize how fast you're going, and this was the first time doing it, and it's like monkey see, monkey do. I just got thrown in the deep, end, and I was like, I'm gonna send it. But yeah, you don't realize. If you air I'm
1: off, that's like forty feet to yeah. the Dude, floor
3: yeah, so I, I was going these, oh these, my water. i was drifting the air like so far and one i landed like maybe this far from the edge as i came down i was like oh my god like i would have died
1: for no sure. it's <sighs> deadly oh my. Yeah. so so wait so 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 then happy says yeah <laughs> uh yeah so we need somebody
3: yeah and i was like sick man all right sign me up and he goes okay cool i'll just talk to my boss get you in bo- on board and man I got thrown into the deep end with this and then basically got flown to Dubbo, um, which is in rural Australia for the first Nitro Circus tour of mm-hmm. that year. And then I, I was like, I, I hadn't hit the gap with a, a drop in the, in the middle or anything. And I called half in and I was just like, okay, mate, this is hectic. This thing is huge. And he's like, you'll be fine, man, but they might make you, um, like try and jump into the Zorb and push and go off the mega ramp we in a shopping trail. Oh my yeah, God. About to say. He's like, yeah, shopping you'll be guy. fine,
1: dude. You really got yourself into it messaging like, him hey, on a couple man, of I beers, did, I eh?
3: I did not sign myself up for that. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably won't get you to do it anyway because it's the first time and if you've never hit the ramp, they wouldn't they would they wouldn't get you to do it. And I was like, okay. And then th- during the show, <laughs> they're just like, okay, CJ, get up here. And they're on the, the, the walkie talkie kind of thing. I'm at the top of the ramp there is a shopping trolley up there, and they're like, Okay, CJ, you ready? You just gap it with the shopping trolley. And I went, <laughs> what? Like, you're joking. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, can you, you ready to go? And they're like, Then they announce it, and this is like to 15,000 people. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> On a, with the shopping trolley. I was like, What the fuck? And I was just, <laughs> I couldn't pull out at that stage. And yeah. so I was like, I grab the shopping trolley and I go, I fucking hate you guys. And just <laughs> <laughs> and literally, I, and Huffy goes, if you do, just don't push the shopping trolley away before you leave the ramp. Right. Cause if I do that, then I, then I lose speed and then I don't clear the 50 foot gap. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, God. And by the way, these are shopping trolley wheels as well. You know how yeah. shit shopping trolley wheels. Are I was going to ask that, like yeah. if they did
1: anything to like make the wheels better, if they were just standard.
3: The two at the front were like proper wheels, but the mm. back one was still shit shopping trolley
0: wheels. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's funny and that you got, got, yeah. Like you,
3: banging it, like going brrr, like that.
0: You got but into the, go ahead.
3: The, the good thing is I, um, I, I, I I did what Happy said. I launched off it and then in the air, I went, I pushed the shopping trolley and the shopping trolley did a perfect backflip <laughs> and landed and rolled away, man. Oh, so, shit. the shopping trolley did a perfect backflip and rolled away. Yeah. In fr- it,
1: it, it did a backflip like in front of you and then went yeah, down and so you went I, over I, it?
3: Yeah. I, well, as I'm in the air, I pushed it and it the shopping trolley, these things are heavy as fuck. Oh, yeah. It did a perfect backflip and landed and I landed behind it like and it rolled away. And I was just like, oh my God, how sick is that?
1: Oh and my then- God.
3: And then they. did they um, make you
1: jump in the zorb. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know what that thing was called, by the way. I just thought it was the big ball, but apparently yeah, it's zorb. Yeah, I don't know.
3: But then, then they had the halfway show, half half time break or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, CJ, can you jump into this zorb?" And I was like, "You know, <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound. Fuck it, let's go." <laughs> there was one guy on the landing before they blew it up or before they brought it up, and he goes, "He, he goes, this is about where the hole is, like." He's standing on the landing and he's putting his hand where the hole is. So I had two practice jumps to try and aim at that, right? Mm -hmm. First jump, I went like two meters higher than his hand. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's not a good start because if you (laughs) land on top of the Zorb- Oh my God. Then you're finished. (laughs) Yeah. And then he he was like, okay. Second attempt, I was like two meters underneath his hand, And I was like, okay. And then they're like, all right, uh, it's time for part two of the show. And so I had one, two attempts at a practice, but I went way too high and way too low. And then I got thrown straight into it and they like blew it up and they're like, okay, who wants to see CJ jump into this? Wow. I was like, oh my God. And then I did it. And then the, the hole only about that big, right? Um, and I managed to get one leg in. And because oh, no. we're going so fast. My, I put one leg in and it just ripped me into the ball, like into the inside. So I managed to like get, tw- thrown into it and then i just rolled down the thing so no. said, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> you got so lucky i think when i saw happy do it he didn't make it i think he, yeah, like, he,
3: he's not, he's, he said to me he goes if they make you do that just don't overshoot it because you'll bounce off the top and you'll get owned. like you then you get double bounced another i don't know 10 12 feet wow way higher than that like 15 foot to flat or something yeah
0: it's nuts yeah.
1: <laughs> Damn, Happy just sent you into the lines, and He's like, yeah. oh, sure, dude, you're on. He's like, by the way, if you jump into the Zorb, don't overshoot <laughs> it. He, all this stuff. On and, the then, cart.
3: Okay, so we, I, and then I, that first time I learned how to do there and then, because I did a little bit of practice on a kid's trampoline. I, I learned how to do double backs on a, on a kid's trampoline at, where there's kids around. <laughs> that was my practice. And 1260 corks. And I landed both of them. Like I, I'd never hucked it before. And then first time on a mega ramp. I did double back, double flat 180, landed it. And then my last trick, I was just like, I'm just gonna send it. It was like 1260 corkscrew and landed it. And then I was actually like the, the, the feeling, the thrill was just like unbelievable. I just went like, fuck, like screamed in this incredible yeah, amount of energy and just like, yeah. And then they, um, I, I won like the man of the match kind of thing, MVP. So they gave me the award for the most valuable person of the whole show. No That's way. Like all like Travis Pastrana and all like the, all the motorbike dudes and everyone. And On they your gave first, show? The first show? Yeah.
1: That's it. No so way. Like, is it like a thing you get to take home or is it just like- Yeah, a, a yeah, it was an extra night.
3: two grand. No way. Oh, well, shit. The trophy, yeah.
1: That's so that tight. Damn. It was pretty
3: sick and then I did a little speech and I'm like, I'm standing around all my <laughs> idols, the most incredible, the most crazy, adrenaline junkie crazy crazy famous people and i just mm-hmm. won this like it's an honor to be here thank you so much for this opportunity Like, right? for the from the rollabaiter the, the one rollabaiter there like yeah that's really so sick pretty, man yeah i'm about to and say I, man you, you like must have phrase. a
1: pretty cool trophy room like you know with with yeah. that and these other things it must be a pretty colorful Collection of well, that's different all countries and places like and ladies,
3: Knives and big hammers from yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The big sledge.
1: Oh, you got the sledgehammer, right?
3: Yeah, I got the sledgehammer. I have got like two. Or th- have I got two or three knives? I know I've got two knives two from Stuff. i just like, what the fuck are these? You know, how are you getting this back to Australia? Like, yeah,
0: not- I-, I always yeah. wondered that too about people winning these things. They're always like big hammers or or knives or weapons. Like, how are you getting through TSA with yeah. that?
3: The sledgehammers was was such a joke, man. It was just sticking completely out of my like tiny little suitcase. And i just got this massive fucking sledgehammer.
0: How'd you get through with that? (laughs) Like what did they say? Or what did you say?
3: Actually, it's it's underneath. I'm not carrying it on board. Yeah. (laughs) It was all right. I just go, what
0: the hell is this? And I was like, Damn, that was a good story. Fish, you got another question?
1: yeah. Yeah, that that was a great story. I think I think we'll do like one. Or two more questions. What do you think?
0: Yeah, you have one. I have another say? one of myself too, but let's go through these people's questions first.
1: Um, well, if you got one, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Um, well, let me get this one out of the way here. I, this is an interesting one. I never heard this one before. Um, go Ronnie wants to know what is a section that you used to watch over and over again when you were younger?
3: Oh, over and over. Well, I, my favorite video was How We Eat Them Apples. And uh, that's a good know. video. It's sick video. I just love the music in it as well. And probably Mike Chole. Man. Mm. Mike Chole had like the best section and he just busted out. But so that would be something I would watch over and over. But man, you can't just put one. I I watch everything over and over.
1: Have you met Choli?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I went surfing in Mexico with him. We went down the Baja coastline. It was sick. He lived, he he was in Australia for a bit, man. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he's a big surf dude. I know he chases like the waves and all that.
3: Puerto Rico, man. I love him, man. Like that we were good mates. Yeah. We went down to through San Diego down the Baja coastline surfing on a surfing trip during the time that they were like, do not go to Mexico. This was like a huge time. There was like fifty-three Americans that were held hostage in the like two days, three days that we were there. The cartels. Yeah. And then we are like, fuck
1: it, I'm Australian, mate.
3: I I have blonde hair and I just put my hood on. And he's like, yeah, just keep it down when we're driving through the streets of the city and stuff. And then, scary shit. But we got stopped by like um, full military sandbank like things. We've got like massive guns pointed at us. And then they'd search our car and search us and shit. Like it was hectic. But yeah, shout out Charlie. (laughs) I love that section. I think it's like a, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, there's too many sections. I love them all.
0: That's a great answer. That's a very unique answer, too. It's that not a like your typical, look. you know, what, what people probably would have expected you to hear, well, expected mm-hmm. you to say.
1: But, but it he, also, like, has that same vibe of, like, what you were talking about with, like, the Brian Bell videos, where there's, like, yeah. other elements of skating. There's all exactly, these, like, man. artistic elements and... Obviously, um,
3: gives Pat Leonard editing and just style. everything he makes, man. He turns to gold. It's sick.
1: I love his editing style. That's why, I like, Leading the Blind is such a good video. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Seriously, man. Um, but also, you know, fun fact that Choli, in that video and hit that section in there he's using all different skates like he's so professional he's so sick but he's so under it like he's got like every he's borrowing skates off people he didn't even have his own skates and then he just made this fucking incredible section like (laughs) like he does sick 540 hurry hurry top and then hits a kid accidentally (laughs) (laughs) and then does five true zoo and he's just like in someone else's skates because he didn't even have his own skates how mad's
0: that that's, that's a true professional, national. right there.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: sick yeah. Um, we got a question from uh Luciano De Lima Silva. He said, <laughs> Ask CJ what time I have to pick him up to go get his new
0: mattress. Uh, <laughs> what up, Luciano? Oh, uh,
3: man, yeah, Luciano's coming because I don't have a car or anything. I go, Luciano can you come help me get a mattress. <laughs> Because I've got an air mattress on the floor at the moment. So Luciana, if you're watching, hurry up, mate. As soon as we finish here, got to here and go and get that mattress, bro. Hello, James. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sick. Uh, um. So th- there's, there's you something... go ahead with Your question, Austin. Yeah, yeah there's
0: sure. something that I wanted to ask you because you're such a dynamic skater, right? So you like you you rip and you shred the contest circuit. You're crazy on ramps. You were like in the fucking X Games or whatever doing vert. But you're also like a gnarly street skater too. You put out some like the craziest street sections ever. Also lacing hammers and shit. What? in your opinion is a better feeling winning like a feast or something like that first place in front of all these people around the world or like lacing a sick hammer in like downtown sydney at one of those sessions with all the boys out
3: man they're, they're, they're on par with each other i think like it is incredible to be when you, you turn into super saiyan like one trick is like you you have that instantly when you land but if you're just banging like a, a, if you're on fire in a run and it's just like, you're linking things together. So it's just, it's just amplified. It's just multiplied in a run where you're just busting hammers. So I'd have to say the contest just because crowds reaction and just that feeling. of, But I mean, they're, they're both exactly the same feeling when you, have, you land something like a big gap for the homies and it's just like, bah, just mm-hmm. did it, you know? But then it's just multiplied by having it's like, um, you know, multiple tricks in a run and then having like thousands of people just be like sick, well done.
0: <laughs> yeah, the multiple tricks is like the, when you play like Mortal Kombat and you get the combos and it's like 10 times, 15 times combo. It's pretty you, cool.
3: Like, but some some runs just like happen where you don't even realize what you're doing. Like I swear I go into autopilot, it's just like, and then you realize what you've just done, but yeah, it's an out-of-body experience even. It's just like, what the hell? Like Holy shit. Like it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it, man.
0: Mm, really. Damn.
3: Yeah. I love it. Like I, I can think about skating. And my palms and feet like will sweat like crazy. Spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we
1: got, we got a couple questions here. I think uh, unless Austin has any more, maybe we'll, we'll no, with with go for more. There, there's, there's one that's kind of like a joke question. That I'll ask that one. What did you, what did you think a uh, Lewis conform asked if, uh, what do you thought of that video of the guy punching the kangaroo in Australia? <laughs> like, do you remember that video, that viral yeah. video?
3: Bit hectic, but they'll punch you back, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they
1: will.
3: Basically, he's holding the dog and like he's not letting that dog go. And what the kangaroo can unfortunately do is like they just go onto their, their tail and they'll just rip you with their claws straight through the guts, man. Like it's pretty gnarly, but and they're boxing, but yeah, he is um, <laughs> pretty funny. I don't think he hurt the kangaroo too bad, but yeah, it's like it's obviously <laughs> animal cruelty as well. So I don't know. Is as it that he the- was
0: protecting his dog?
3: He's protecting his dog. And it was after that. He was like, "Yeah, yeah,
0: probably. but fuck that kangaroo." Then, if it was on <laughs> yeah. his dog, yeah, I'll
1: do. I'll, I'll do that for my dog. I would.
0: I, think I mean, that
3: guy was like a vet or something. It's like he's actually a. The, oh, so yeah. there you go.
1: He was a vet. Oh, so he probably knew exactly how to like chill it oh, out. He's no. like right on the yeah. button, bang.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, there's there's actually um, got a couple of good ones, but I think this is a pretty good one. What was, because I know you had some good years winning contests. What was your most successful year uh, of contests and how that translated financially?
3: I mean, there's been a few good years. There's been a few good years. I mean, I won, like, the World Series and, like, three-time world champion over, I don't know, the years. But actually, like, even uh, last year was pretty good, hey, or the year before. Like, I mean, there's been a lot. But, oh, maybe maybe when I won Winter Clash and then I went straight from Winter Clash to, um, what's it called, Detroit for Bitter Cold. And then I won that like a week between each other. So I like won Winter Clash and then went to Bitter Cold and won that and it was like, I think it was a really good year. And then like went to, yeah, I don't know. There's been a few, but last year was sick. And I was really looking forward to this year because I was feeling good and all these competitions are happening. But yeah, last year I went to like, I was on the road for nine months and I came second to Joe overall in the world ranking thing. So I'm pretty happy with that. But 2020, I was going for number one.
1: Did you get competitive with Joe?
3: Yeah, fuck yeah. But that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I love it. him, man, but we have this like love-hate relationship. Like my, I I really love what he does and we're, we're good. We, 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 we tour so much and we've done a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's... We're but good. you're both
1: fierce competitors
3: yeah we're both very hungry like we don't follow each other on instagram and we like we don't <laughs> we don't really talk but then we'll stay in the same room as each other and then we'll like travel everywhere together like
0: yeah why don't you follow each other on instagram that's interesting
3: <laughs> we have this like love hate relationship
0: What? Well, <laughs> so, so what's your what's your strategy to beating him in in 2021 i guess
3: well i'm not gonna tell you because you're probably be listening and then he'll know
0: <laughs> no nah. he doesn't want to get let him in on it yeah Skate harder.
3: Skate um, harder. Go bigger. I'd love to start throwing like, I've, I've been learning like new tricks, like illusion, faky cork things. And I want to start throwing double flats and like 12 corks and just doing big transfers and yeah, that's what I'm, I feel comfortable now with. More big heavies. on the
1: amplitude as always, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, just huck and shit. But I don't like the idea of blading turning into such gymnastic, like baranis and all this shit, like front flips. I mean, if you can make it look good, yeah, that's all good. But I want to—I don't want to take away the whole concept of, like, you know, the technicality side of things, right? It's hard mm-hmm. to do contests now because there's not even coping on the on the course. Really? But thanks to Pascal Moras. Mar- 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 Pascal, the guy that does, is working for the Fizz. He's designing, like, the Olympics course as well for skateboarding and BMX. He um, He has a big say in helping put coping and different things on the courses now. He's a blader. He's a legend. He's making it happen for us. Why would he, they get, he should get
1: us? He should get us in the Olympics so Dude, the boys well, can make some real money. Real. You know,
3: the Fizz are pushing so much, man. The Fizz is really pushing to get blading in. Like they're doing, that they, they support, like us. Even though we, we don't have the biggest following or backing or anything, they're still like, we're not oh. taking blading out. We, you guys like, you, you the Fizz started from the popularity of inline skating. So, they're, they're the ones that we need to be thanking. That's, like that, that's kind of that like X the, Games,
1: though, too. But yeah, that's cool. Unlike X Games, but that's X cool Games. That's cool that they're, they're holding they're on to it. They've
3: been blading out so long ago. Like, fuck the X Games.
1: Yeah,
0: totally.
3: Um, fizz, fizz are X it Games is not even
0: cool any longer.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Then they have like yeah. video games or something in it.
0: I don't know. X Games seems as cool as possible. I stopped like watching Zoomies. after
1: they cut, they cut Blading out, so I can't yeah. tell you. This game seems know, like I'm, as
0: cool as Zoomies or like, you know, something like that, like DC shoes or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry. well um,
1: man, CJ, it's been, a, it's been, unless Austin, I don't want to cut you no, off. No,
0: no, I'm about to say the same thing. Like, this has been a fucking awesome show.
3: Yeah, but man. I, chat. I, I'm so happy to be on here. Like, I mean, I've got some stories and I'm glad I could share a little bit with you guys. I mean, it's also nice to see your faces as well. I miss you.
1: Yeah, I miss you, man. It's really it's really good to talk and hopefully our paths cross sometime again soon.
3: Oh, most definitely. I'm keen to get back to the States as soon as possible, man. I, I haven't been back for like three years, but I had planned, like I really want to do a big tour in the States.
0: You got to come back with Dom.
3: Yeah, that would be ideal, man. But He keeps hitting me up.
1: You should yeah. you should do it with Dom because Dom likes doing a bit of like skating with lifestyle, like you know, with the Burma thing. Yeah, you should exactly. do it in the post apocalyptic United States in twenty twenty one. So that's like right around the corner, like when everything's like decimated and like you know, you're skating like all these like explosion sites. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. know.
3: I'm-
2: <laughs>
0: Was there a, anything else you want to?
3: Hopefully, America will be all right, guys. I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's ah, pretty long times. But, yeah. We're struggling yeah. here.
0: We're getting by. Everything, we're struggling. Yeah. We'll figure it out. What um is there anything? Any last words you want to say to shout
1: people outs, watching? parting words?
3: Not really, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, go get that mattress then.
3: I, I do want to say, say, everyone, like, keep shredding, keep stay positive, man. I mean, it's extremely tough times with everything that's going on, but I mean. Everyone needs to do their part in, in, in making this all happen, but stay positive. I mean, mental health can be even an issue for a lot of people, for men as well. So just anyone sure. feeling down, just know that like, you've got support. We're a Blade fam, we have everyone here. So yeah, just stay positive. We can get That's through this, message. we can do the thing. Hmm. <laughs> can the yeah. I can't
2: yes. do that. Yes, <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, CJ, thanks again, man. It's a pleasure to talk with you and to see you and uh, everyone. Uh, if we can, we'll put up a link right now to your YouTube site. Everyone gives CJ a follow, support his life, support blading, and let's keep let's keep some of these personalities around for the long haul because this oh, is our culture and it's, uh, it's very important. So thanks again, CJ, mm-hmm.
3: and shout Bye. out to everyone. Brilliant. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for this opportunity.
0: Hell yeah. Thanks, CJ. Everyone else, thanks for watching soon, also. Bro. We'll see you guys later on the next one. Peace.
2: All right. Peace. Peace. peace.